Welcome back to the Drop Culture Podcast. My, I'm your host, October the God. Today, I'm here with special guest, CeeLo. What's good, man? How you doing? What's going on, bro? Feeling well. All right, man. I'm glad to have you on the show because I was I was going through Spotify one day and I just randomly came across your music. And it's really unique. It's a really unique West Coast sound. I really want to know like what drove you to do something so different, so out there. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's just <clears throat> been instilled in me. Uh I mean, when I was younger, my mom used to just play all West Coast stuff. Like, she was super, 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 like, when you think back to the 90s and, uh, you know, just like West Coast, East Coast beef or whatever, like, she super was into that. And so, for me, it was like, I was growing up and all day, you know, like, some of my first memories is just you know, West Coast artists and West Coast songs. And that's kind of just what I grew up on. And I feel like it's just natural too. you know, I'm from the Bay and uh, I just, you know, when I make music, bro, I just do what I feel. And I think I don't even, I don't even think about it. It just comes out that way naturally. It does feel very much like from like a certain place because it is something like i've never really heard that before and like right now the west coast doesn't have a whole lot of people like actually like represent for them right now like they used to yeah i feel that i mean like with the internet and everything i feel like it all changed and i think uh it's like less regional now you know like it's more one yeah, unified yeah. sound like across rap as a whole but i feel like you know, now that it's been like that for a while, people are starting to realize, like, yo, let's go back to, like, you know, d- buying into the shit that makes us unique and doing the things that separates us or, like, you know, cementing, like, our own personal styles instead of, you know, trying to be all on one wave. And I feel like lately, more than ever, it's been like that. And that's just been how I feel, too. Like, I'm just trying to do, like, all the things that, like, I grew up fucking with in that you know, just is where I live and who I be around and stuff like that. Yeah, so what other influences did you take? Because, like, you could hear a lot of different stuff. There's even some, like, you know, like, funk elements in a few songs. So, like, where, what sources are you taking from? Yeah, man, I think, you know, <clears throat> there's for sure the West Coast rap, but, I mean, I'm a huge uh, Neo Soul fan. Uh, like, I love D'Angelo. I love Erica Badu. I love, like, Midwest rap a lot. You know, obviously Kanye. Just the the, the soul samples. Um, you'll hear that a lot in my music. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a, like, my, my grandpa is huge in the music. Like, so much that, you know, he actually, like, went deaf in one ear because he would play music so loud all the time. But, you know, for him, it's like, you know, playing the Isley Brothers and playing Jimi Hendrix and I feel like that's just like you know Al Green like this is the these are the sounds that I was kind of raised around so I feel like I just naturally tend to lean towards sound that that do have like a little bit of swing and a little funk a little groove you know what I mean um and I've just been developing you know how do I blend all these different inspirations? I blend like the West Coast rap. How do I blend the Neo Soul? How do I blend like, you know, my love for just like 90s hip hop as a whole, my love for the South. Like I love Southern rap music and, you know, just take all that and just 
put it all together, you know what I mean, and just come out however it does. Yeah, and I think the thing about your music, though, like that makes it stand out is it's like it's incorporating a lot of different sounds, but staying true to like what it is at like at its heart. It is still West Coast and it just takes different elements of the West Coast. So it's like West Coast R&B and West Coast Neo Soul. Yeah, for sure. I feel like uh, I think the main thing that, you know, keeps it consistent is just like the bounce and like you feel that that same bounce and the same rhythm that's like you know there's a, a certain type of way that every like region like it's a certain type of way it makes you bob your head you know it's a certain type of place that you want to listen to it and in the west coast bro you want to listen to music in the car you know what i mean right it's 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 like that's that's where you drive around that's where it's sunset hours and you know you every time you listen to music that's your experience with it and in other places, like, bro, if you're in New York, like, you're not driving like that. You listen to music on the subway or, like, you know what I'm saying? So right, I just right. feel like it just stays true to that because it's like, when I make music, I want to listen to it. And I, I do. I listen to myself over and over and over again. I play it back. And uh, I like listening to it in the car. I like listening to it, like, in my daily life. You know what I mean? So I just made stuff that fits in with the lifestyle. So when you're like, you know, crafting this music, do you ever find it like a little hard to like mix in the styles like correctly? Just be like, I don't want it to lean too heavily into one genre. I mean, I I do and I don't like I, I think about that stuff sometimes. But at the end of the day, like I'm always just trying to grow with the music. So every single release, like I feel like, you know, how do we like take a new element and take in a different direction and I never really want to like get stuck in a in a singular box so I think it just manifests on top of itself like it just uh it just develops a, a whole new sound like without me even having to like think about that and I and I feel like you know what I feel like I could do a whole lot of sounds but I feel like just being me on the track is is gonna always like no matter how far left I go with the song, it's always gonna stay centered because people are just gonna recognize like yo that's CeeLo that's like his sound that's who he is you know what I mean whether it's a like a dancey track or something more laid back or something emotional you know what I mean as long as I'm being me like it's gonna come across that same way. You ever have trouble like maintaining like your sense of identity in a song knowing like man i know if i do this type of song this one's gonna do numbers or if i do this type of song this one's just gonna get me more play in this area yeah i feel like uh as artists we all do that and uh i feel like for the most part i just try to uh steer away from that and not really let outside factors determine the music i make I feel like that that might be something I think about way later, you know, like if I'm making an album, I'm going to just make an album based on the things I want to say and the way I want it to feel and just have it reflect like how I'm feeling in my real life. But, um, you know, I might think about that later, like, okay, what's the first song we're going to drop from the album? What's the song we're going to do a video for? Like that might be when I when I think about like, okay, what's gonna be popping off and stuff like that. But for the most part, when I'm making it, it's all just based on that moment and just the love for making music, bro. Like just, you know, 
hearing something that inspires me. And that's really what I go off of, just, you know, hearing sounds, having ideas, and just, you know, leaning into those more than anything else. Right. And, you know, talking about the album, um, how come you only have one album? What has stopped you from, like, putting out more projects like that since 2019? Uh, So, I mean, for me, I like to just let, like, ideas simmer and, you know, really feel connected to something I have to say. And I felt like with my project Baby Blue in 2019, I felt like that was a really, uh, like, self-exploratory type of album. So I felt like I really, it was a really personal album, you know what I mean? Like, throughout the whole the whole album. And after I let all that go, and I said all of that, and I put that out, you know what I mean? I I kept making music. I dropped the EP in 2020, but I wasn't feeling really connected to like a concept yet. And so I didn't want to really, you know, invest in a full project, like as far as like my time and my energy. I wanted to be able to, you know, give everything I had the next time it was time to, to do that. You know what I mean? So it's been a few years, but. It's coming up soon now. Yeah, so you can like kind of feel it, you know, developing. You can feel yourself like finding like what you're trying to talk about. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like one thing is I I never stop making music. Really, like I'm always always working. Um, but you know, sometimes it'll be like, well, <clears throat> I have something I want to say for one song, but that might not be, you know, that one song might not be reflective of like a whole album, you know what I mean? Or like, that's why I've been, I've been dropping singles more frequently than anything else, like over the past year, because it'd be like, okay, I really like this song. I feel like, you know, I want to put this out, but I didn't feel like any of the songs that I dropped last year, I dropped three different singles. I didn't feel like any of them like had a place on a project for me. It just felt more like loose. Um, and then, you know, I feel like as I'm working, as I'm growing, I start to see threads, you know? Like, I start to see, like, oh, these songs are starting to have, like, common themes. Like, I'm starting to get these messages that I might not even, like, intentionally put out there. But it's like, oh, okay. Like, you you want to talk about this. You know what I mean? And then it yeah. starts developing that way. Yeah, I think it's really interesting when you can kind of see like an artist subconsciously like develop a narrative and develop like a plot line for a project before it's even out. Yeah, for sure. And I think, you know, it's like things have been leading up that way slowly, especially with like the sonnet shifts of all my like the album, the EP, the singles, like you could listen to all that stuff and see like a very linear like growth and direction um when you're listening and i feel like you know when when the new stuff comes out like people are really gonna see exactly like how it all makes sense yeah that is something i really noticed when i was listening through it because like you can see the development but you can still see like you know the through line it's like i understand how you got from here to here exactly exactly so do you have like a specific uh like release structure like you have it in a certain way or are you just kind of like randomly dropping singles? 
Um, I mean, I, I'm I'm definitely intentional about how I do things. Um, I would say, you know, last year was was really like a testing period for me as an artist, um, and you know, just like testing the waters of trying to see, you know, how people react to stuff, how I could change, like my release strategies, try out a couple different things, you know what I mean? Like, um, play around with some ideas I had and just see like, okay, this works or like, all right, that didn't work. Like, let's scrap that. And so I did that and I felt like I learned so much from that. And then now, uh, I mean, I just dropped a single just about two weeks ago, and uh, that's definitely going to be a part of a structure of releases that's going to be coming up. Um, so definitely have a lot in plan and like going forward. And yeah, like I said, just always intentional with everything. Because even this new single does feel like a little bit different than the rest of the stuff you're dropping. So that you just did that like intentionally or just kind of happened? No, nah, it definitely uh, it definitely was intentionally. I feel like, um, I feel like, you know, part of like feeling like I was ready to make a new album was my own personal life had undergone, undergone so much transformation, you know what I mean? And so like, that's going to reflect in the sound. And I, and I think more than anything, like this one is really like that single is really just like to open people up to like what's about to come because a lot on the way a lot of it's gonna sound new a lot of it's gonna feel like some of the stuff that's older but this one's just such a a balance of you know like who i was before or like when everybody last heard from me and then who i am now and just how i'm growing as an artist so this one really like to me is just like you know the first taste and you know such an opener for what's about to come for sure yeah i think it, it is a very different vibe because when i discovered your music i obviously like i worked backwards because i started with palm trees and then i went like your first yeah. project so it's like what do you like do you have like a full album like it's like in the works now or is it like just a concept yeah stuff? no it's it's done man it's done where yeah, so it's, I mean, it's just, it's missing and mastering right now. And, you know, just going through all the the steps of of release, you know what I mean? And just yeah. marketing, planning, like shooting videos, like doing doing all the other stuff. But like the music part, like that's done. Like, like all the songs are finished, they're submitted, you know what I mean? So at this point, it's just like, you know, be, like I said, being intentional about how, about how we give it to people and, you know, making sure that it don't land on deaf ears and that when people hear it, they're able to understand, like, the process. They're, they're able to understand, like, how to connect with it, where to listen to it, like, how it's going to fit into their life. You know what I mean? So uh, definitely album's done. It's on the way. Uh, and, you know, that... Palm Trees as the first single, like that's that's from the album, and it's uh definitely a good taste and just a preview of what's about to come. How many songs you got on the album? If you feel comfortable sharing, yeah, ten songs. They were so yeah, that's a pretty decent sized project. Yeah.
Yeah, for sure. I wanted to do something, you know, just super concise. Uh, like, not, not too short, not an EP or anything, but just, you know, very potent all the way through. I didn't want to have no fat on the project um, and just give it to everybody straight. I feel like that's a, something a lot of up-and-coming artists suffer from, from like having a, a project that's just too long and it's like bloated. Yeah, I mean, you know, for me, it's just like when when you're a new artist like I am, you know, you only get so many chances. And so once people like hear a few songs that they may not res- resonate with, uh, you know, they're just going to move on from you. And that's just the reality of it. So to me, it's like I want to use every listen I get. Like I want to take that as far as I could go. I want every, you know, if someone turns on the album, I want them to be blown away by the first song and then the second song, take it even further. And the third song, you know what I mean? And just keep it going like that. I don't want it to be like, okay, like this one's all right. But I like this one, but uh, this one's mid, you know what I mean? So. Like a lot of like up and coming artists, like have like a twenty song album, and it's just like, yeah, you put out a lot of music, but like, is it to the best of your ability? Is it like the top quality you can produce? And a lot of the times, when you have so many songs, where you like making so many songs, I know this guy, he said he made like thirty songs in a day. I was like, you know, at least half of those can't be quality if you're doing them all in one day. Yeah, I mean, an- another part too, bro, is just like as a listener too, because I mean, I made music, but I'm a huge fan. You know what I mean? But as a listener nowadays with streaming and so much music being out every day, like when I see like a 20 song album, that's like, that's, that's hard for me to want to listen to it all the way through. Cause it's like so much, it's like overload. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, how am I ever going to find the time in my day to listen to it all the way through, give it the full attention that you wanted to have when there's six other albums that came out today and four of them is artists that I already did like, you know what I mean? So it's just like, you just got to be super aware of, of the experience as a listener and as a fan and just remember like, you know, it's basic. Like, what do you like when you listen to albums? Like when you see a new artist, like what's the shit that you fuck with? I'm like, me, I fuck with like, a 10 song album like i think some of my favorite albums are short you know what i mean keeps it straight to the point could throw it back on replay like you know feel more connected more potent like i just wanted to replicate you know my listening experience i think a, a solid number is like 10 to 15 songs because it's just like that 15 might be pushing it but like it's just like just yeah. under the line yeah i mean there's definitely albums that are great and they got a lot of songs but it's definitely all about execution and i feel like it's also too just about you know the concept of the album and what's what's going to be the right move for the message you're trying to send and uh you know for some messages it might you might need 15 songs to be able to get that message across and for some you know you're actually gonna water down what you're trying to say yeah. So talking about messaging, though, like when you're writing, are you like actively like thinking about what you want the message to be? Or are you just kind of letting it flow out naturally? Uh, I think for the most part, um, lately, I definitely just let it flow out. It's more just like a stream of consciousness or you might hear me touch on on themes in general. And they're going to probably spread across multiple songs on the album. 
rather than, you know, songs being dedicated to like one topic. I kind of see it as like, you know, every song is like, you know, a representation of life. And sometimes life don't be so like straightforward all the time. It'd be really just like this like collage of feelings and different things. Like you got highs and lows in the same day. You know what I mean? Or like you might feel some type of way about something, but at the same time, you know, you feel happy about another thing or you feel fucked up about another thing or like you know you're just constantly balance all these feelings so for me i'm like you know this is just uh the what comes to my head and what feels right line by line you know things like that so what can you tell us about like the themes like what specific themes do you have like outlined if you want to share yeah for sure i mean i think when I when I think about my project um, and and where I'm at in my life, I just turned 25 this year, and I feel like it was a big number for me to hit because when I was younger, that's not a number that I really even expected to get to. And so now that I'm finally here, I've just been looking back at my youth, at growing up, at where I'm at now, and just being like, okay, like, you never thought you could make it to 25, so now that you did, what are you going to do with it? And that's just how I view the whole album. So what's the album coming out, if you know? Release date's up in the air right now, but definitely uh, looking at this summer for sure. No, because like after after listening to some of your music, it's definitely got me excited to hear more, and that's what I love about artists who are like constantly working and constantly putting out stuff. So I know people who like they'll like put out like one great album and that drop for like three or four years, and all the hype has died down. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, uh, that that happens a lot. I think. I mean, for me, I've been doing this for long now that I feel like. Uh, I've just been able to add so much to my bag of just being smart with how I release and how I go about my work ethic and things like that. I mean, I'm, I'm giving y'all this album now, but I got literally like two more projects in the cut. You know, like I made, I made this, this project and my goal was like, okay, like let's knock out like 200. Like let's do like 200 songs. And then let's just give them the the best 10, you know what I mean? But then in that process, it's like there's so many songs that are just like, oh, this is so fucking good, but it just don't fit, you know what I mean? So we already have so much lined up for after. And, uh, you know, I I think after so many years of just realizing, like, the bumps in the road, post-release, pre-release, stuff like that, it's just been able to just have so much more knowledge about how to avoid those type of things. So, so you have 200 on standby or you have like around 200 songs on standby? 200 plus for sure. Yeah. How long is that? Like you've been doing that like since the last like project? you just been like... I would say, I would say I probably, I mean, I was just making singles probably since like from the EP to like maybe May 
last year. Oh, wow. And so it's been about a year of, like, feeling like, okay, let's go in on this concept. Let's do this album. Um, and, like, let's really zone in, you know what I mean, on a sound and stuff like that. So it's been about a year that. Yeah, that's a lot of that's a lot of stuff on standby. That's a lot of build up. So do you ever like find yourself listening to old songs and be like, I don't know if I if I rock with this anymore. I don't know if this is like the message I'm trying to get across anymore. For sure, bro. For sure. And I feel like if anybody if any artist doesn't do that, then like either they're lying or their ego's way too big. Cause bro, everybody's gonna make some shit sometimes. It's it's just not hidden like that. And I'm not I am not uh I'm not immune to that for sure. So I be I definitely be listening to this stuff and I'd be like, oh, that shit was whack. Um, and then there'd be other shit that I might make and I don't listen to because I didn't really care all that much when I was making it. But then I listen to it and I'm like, yo, this shit was actually crazy. Or I'll have some shit that I'm like, uh, I feel like whatever about. But other people would be like, oh, that's the one. Like, you got to drop this one, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, damn, like, I didn't even feel this type of way about it. You know what I mean? But when you're making all that music and you're not releasing it, like, super regularly or not releasing a lot at one time, how do you stay motivated to keep creating? Just some of it. Like, I mean, I would, I would still do this if I never released again. You know what I mean? Like, I just love making music. Uh, I love being able to express myself in this way. And I really do it, honestly, for me more than anybody else. You know what I mean? So I don't, I don't really need a, um, a motivator, um, especially like releasing and stuff. Like that's just a part of the game. And that's a part of, you know, what I do, but at the same time, like I would still be making music without releases. I would still be making music if I was in a different place, had a different name, you know what I mean? Like I just always did. When did you like officially like start making music? Because I know you dropped in twenty nineteen for the first time, at least that's what it's on Spotify. Yeah. Like, yeah, how long have you been sure. writing music before that? I mean uh to be real, like my first song I ever made, I was about like 10, 11 years old. Um, and uh, I've I w- been writing ever since then. Obviously, I was just a little kid, so it was nothing crazy, nothing too serious. But I, I kept writing songs. I dropped a couple mixtapes in high school, like SoundCloud shit. Um, I dropped like another full length mixtape when I was in college, but it was really like after I graduated college that I really went all in um, and I feel like started taking it really, really serious. And that was with that first 2019 project. That's when I felt like it's like the start of it was like, okay, we're going to do this every day. You're not going to play around about it. And I think that's why you can see such a, a linear growth pattern when you listen across all the releases. You know what I mean? Like, what was that moment where you're like, man, I, I could start taking this seriously. I can start doing this for real. I think it was just like I had always wanted to. But I feel like, you know, when 
when you're young, you do so much like for other people and not necessarily for yourself. You know what I mean? Like I went to college because I thought that'd be good for my family. You know what I mean? Like I, I put focuses in other places because I thought it'd be good for other people. And um, once I got out, it was like, okay, I think it's time for me to do some stuff for myself. It's like, I always wanted to do this. So it's like, okay, now I'm really just going to dedicate a hundred percent. What's it like being able to see like the the slight growth as you've like developed more music? Well, I'm sorry, I didn't catch that last part. Bro, you was cutting out a little bit. Oh, okay, my bad. Uh, sure. Yeah, I just, uh, yeah, man, I just like I like I was saying, I just felt like you know. I wanted to go all in on myself and just, you know, do something to to really be passionate about and just talk about the, the life I lived and put it into, you know, this art form. So like being able to like see your growth and progress, like with developing like a fan base and like, you know, just developing your sound. Yeah. Um, I mean, to be honest, like, I feel like for me, I've been blessed because, I mean, people have just been so supportive of me, uh, like from the very beginning, you know what I mean? I've had people show me like crazy love, uh, even, you know, like I would look at Baby Blue as like my first real project, you know what I mean? And it's like, I did a release show and, you know, within a couple of days of the project coming out, I got people, you know, singing lyrics back to me at the show and you know things like that like i can't even really like put in the words how blessed i've been to just have like all these people that want to see me win and so for me it's been really easy to to kind of grow a fan base because i've just been doing things that feel natural for me like i i never have been forcing anything or like you know been super like, oh, I gotta grow a fan base. Oh, I gotta like connect with fans. Oh, like blah blah blah. Like, nah. Like, I just be making the music I want to make. I be posting it the way I want to post it. I be sharing it how I want to share it. I interact with people like when they, you know, hit me up about it. Like, it's been super. It's been super natural. And so for me, it's just I don't even have to think about it. You know, it's just so easy. And uh, I, yeah, like I said, I've just been blessed to, uh, you know, have the support system around me to make that happen and make me feel comfortable with that. And to always like, I mean, people put on for me, like people tell their friends and people post about it. And um, I never really have to worry about that part. And so I just, you know, I've just been blessed. Get you can always tell as like a listener when someone's just kind of doing what they want to do and doing what they feel is right with their music and like trying their best to be themselves. And I think that's like a very important thing to maintain, especially in this era where people will just kind of say whatever they think will like get them to blow up the fastest. Yeah. And I, I mean, I feel like too, like for me, it's, you know, I don't want to just blow up. 
Like that's not that's not the end goal. The end goal is more about the music. Like I don't I don't think about music like oh how how am I gonna get big the fastest or you know how am I gonna like make the hit song. It's like no like I want to make a classic project because that's the shit that I love. That's like what got me into music. You know what I mean? I love classic projects. I love great artists. So to me like. I had to do everything in a way that says, you know, what would a great artist do? Not what would the biggest artist do or what would the the most popping artist or what's the most viral artist? Like, that's not the way that I, I look at things. You know what I mean? I just look at it like, how do I make a classic album? You know, if anything, I'm only going to think, how am I going to get people to listen to this classic album? You know what I mean? So that's really my focus It's just mainly about the music it definitely shows i think you can tell what people are passionate about music and when there's people who just like make music to make music and i think you know when you're listening to your music you can hear the passion you can hear like like i said you can hear the different influences you can hear like what you're actually aiming for yeah appreciate that what is your end goal then like what are you going to consider like like yourself a success like when people say like wow this album's classic or just like Oh, I got like 12 Grammys now. I mean, to me, it's really about just that that feeling that I get on a personal level of like when I could play a project back and just feel like, okay, I got my point across. You know what I mean? And like I said what I needed to say, like I I, I challenged myself. I did more than what I thought I could do. I pushed it to be like the best version of myself in that moment. And I think that and the other component is just like, I mean, you know, I played the, I played the project for like all the family and everything like a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, some of them are like tearing up when they hear some of the songs, you know what I mean? And that reaction, like, that's my goal, like to connect with people on that level where especially the people close to me because they they know my life and they know like how hard I work and they know the things I've been through so if I play them the album and they feel so emotional about it and they want to put it on repeat it's like I, I already did it then like I already accomplished my goal you know what I mean and so for me that's that's the end like that's that's what I want to do every time it's just you know make something where I can feel proud of and where the people around me could connect with. And then after I do that, like, you know, figure out how do I take it to the next level and how do I do it to an even stronger extent. Man, the way you're talking about this album, bro, I'm excited to hear it, man. I can't, I can't wait for that to come out. <laughs> man, I'm excited for everybody to hear it, for real. Man, what you been listening to recently? What's been in, like, what's your rotation? Lately, uh, I've been listening to a lot of Cleo Soul. Uh, she's one of my favorite artists right now. Um, let me see. I'm going to open up Spotify see what I got in here right now. Obviously, like I, I've been listening to Kendrick album. Um, I've been going back to like Old Salons. I've been listening to uh, Little Sims a lot. Um, 
Cronbin or how, however you say their name. I don't really know how to say their name, but Cronbin. Um, yeah, a lot of a lot of a lot of different stuff. You know, I, I tend to go back to to older stuff too, like just so frequently. Um, I've been going back to Outcast a lot lately, and uh, always going back to Jay Z. You know what I mean, like stuff like that. You like go back to older music and draw inspiration from there. You could come up with a lot more like original stuff because it was like this was like the first time people had ever tried to do something like this. So if I try and like take that concept and like rework it a bit with some modern touches, you can end up creating a lot of a lot of crazy stuff. Yeah, I I feel like that, and I feel like more than anything too is just like I get just it it allows me to go back to that feeling that I felt when I first heard it. You know what I mean? And it's like, how do I like recreate this feeling? Like I'm, I feel like I'm so into like the idea of when you're young and you just have such a pure connection with music, um, as an artist and as a listener, and just being able to think about, you know, like what is this song? Like what did this song do to me? Like, and how did it hit me this way that? that made me feel so strongly about it. And I think that's what inspires me about going back to old music. It's just like reliving those moments from when you first discovered it and trying to reinterpret that and put it in your own stuff. Sure. That, like, I definitely, I definitely feel that. But man, what, what are your socials, man? Where can folks find you at? CeeLo uh, Sound on everything is C-I-L-O Sound. It's I-G, Twitter. TikTok, all of it, YouTube. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at the Drop Culture Podcast. We got a lot of stuff going on there pretty soon. Stream Palm Trees by CeeLo, and remember to do it for the culture. Yes, sir.